where we look back at the cartoons that shaped our childhood. This episode, we're returning to the Disney afternoon block, as it was in the US, although Saturday mornings for us, as we know, with DuckTales. Yeah, now I love DuckTales. This, the whole sort of Disney block, um, so yeah, this, uh, Chippendale, uh, Tailspin and Gummy Bears, are probably the f- some of the earliest things I remember having to sit down and watch. Like I love Thundercats and stuff like that, but these, I'm like, holy darn. Yeah, yeah, gummy bears is on, and then Chip and Dale's on, and then DuckTales is on to a point where I'm not getting up in front of the TV till like 11 o'clock on a Saturday morning. Yeah, so if my parents want to go out, sorry, tough, gotta wait, DuckTales on. DuckTales yeah. on. So, yeah, so I mean, this one's it's, um, it's quite a special one. I never really, it, as, a ch- as a child watching it, I loved it. I never really knew where it fit in because Donald would appear sporadically. Well, the, I mean, let's get into this straight off the bat then because the Donald and Huey, Dewey, and Louie things are a bit fucking weird. It's right? very fucking weird. Because they're Donald's nephews, yes, correct? and Donald is Scrooge's nephew. Yeah. So Scrooge is their great uncle. Yeah. So I get that. Why are the kids with Donald, though? I don't know. Why was Donald... Because the whole thing is Donald goes off to join the Navy. You yeah. Know I mean? uh, he becomes Seaman Duck. Yeah. Um, and from what I remember, he would occasionally pop in on episodes as well. Yeah, he's, he's a little bit like um, Travelling Matt was in Fraggle Rock. He'd write letters and shit. Yeah, so, so, so he'd, he'd pop up every now and again. He'd either be in the episode as an actual cameo or you'd get a letter he'd written. Yeah. And they'd have a little animated bit about what he was up to. And yeah, what yeah. Was, like I was saying. So, right. So I get all of that. But when he goes off, he has to leave the kids in Scrooge's care. Yeah. How has he got these these kids? How have they ended up with... Where's their fucking mother to start with? Don't Who know. is their mother? Don't know. Because the only other duck besides, like, obviously Scrooge and then we get into Mrs. Bleakley and all of those. So, so we know there are other ducks. Yeah. But it, in the Disney canon before this, the only real other duck is Daisy. Yeah. Now, there is no other Daisy's kids because Donald's fucking Daisy. Yeah. So that so would make Donald's them Donald's kids. kids not his Or nephews. Donald and Daisy would be related. So there must be another Disney duck. Now, maybe I'm just missing something. Maybe. I think what was being relied on is that it doesn't actually matter. Well, as a child, no. <laughs> but, <laughs> but now I want to fucking know. Uh, yeah. But, the, yeah, Disney would have been relying on the fact that it doesn't matter because you will... Everybody has cousins. But then why, why nephews? Why Donald's nephews? Why not Donald's children, brothers... Because if there's children, it's going to be hard to justify him leaving. Because I guess different. if there is children, so that implies that Donald has fucked Daisy. Or some other bird. Which, yeah, maybe, I don't know, maybe they don't want people yeah. thinking of that in the same way that Mickey and Minnie don't. But then Goofy has a son. Goofy has Max. Yeah, true, but there's no female Goofy, is there? Well, I mean, Goofy's a dog, so... Yeah, but I mean, you never there's see... There's no direct female Goofy. Yeah, that's what I mean. There you are mean... plenty of other... I always but got the impression that Goofy kind of had a thing with Clarabelle Cow. But then there was... Was it Horace was the horse who also had a thing with Clarabelle Cow? I thought she got around a bit. But then if, if Goofy had fucked Clarabelle, 
then Max would be some sort of mutant dog cow dog hybrid. Cow, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe that didn't. Because I was never yeah. sure with Goofy, right? And I know we're massively off point already. We're only five minutes in, yeah. We're massively off point. I was never sure with Goofy, and as a child, what he actually was. Oh man, because I had, I had fights over this in school. I, I, I'm talking comprehensive school. I'm not yeah. talking junior school. I had fucking yeah. fights over whether Goofy was a cow or a dog. Yeah, because Goofy's a dog. Yeah, he's a dog. He but, definitively is a dog. But he talks and he walks on his hind legs. And Pluto doesn't. And Pluto doesn't. Yeah, yeah. So what the fuck is wrong with Pluto? He, he's special, <laughs> clearly. I mean, either either Pluto is is special ed, either Pluto rode the special bus, or so potentially, <laughs> potentially there's some sort of class structure in place within the Disney universe whereby... Oh man, we really are going to hell. Whereby Pluto is the black dog. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but can I just note I didn't say that. I'm sorry, but that is the best analogy that I can draw. Whereby, whereby Pluto is subservient to Mickey in a way that Goofy is, and therefore doesn't have the same rights and access to the same level of education that Goofy would have as a privileged. Dog, it just I, I think pizza dog as well. Yeah, pizza bulldog, isn't he? Yeah. So like we, the, we we did talk about this when we did Dogtanian as well, didn't we? About horses. I think we did. Yeah. Yes, we did. Because yeah. the horses were horses in the way that we view horses, whereas the people the, the people ask things were actually dogs. So it's it's the same argument. But yeah, I I never got into physical altercations with anybody, but yeah, I never quite got what Goofy was supposed to be because he kind of looks very similar facially to Clarabelle as well. They've got that sort of. The, the, the colour on the snout, almost. I think that's where the confusion comes, is he does look so similar to Clarabelle. Yeah, who uh, is very definitely a cow. Yeah, Clarabelle's a cow, yeah. Definitively, yeah. Got horns and shit. Yeah, so that's, that's what yeah. I mean. So, I mean, that's where that's what confused me as a child. Mm. I never kind of got Goofy and where Goofy came from in that respect. But then, I guess, you know, in, in the context of this conversation as well, if we really start breaking that down, so Goofy walks upright and talks, Pluto walks on all fours, yeah. Mickey and fucking Minnie walk upright and talk as well, yeah. and they're the same size comparatively as the dogs, as the dogs and the duck. Yeah. So either they're like science experiments gone wrong, like they're mice that have been oh, yeah. Disney was into tested. Shit, weren't they? Yeah, like that seems to be the most logical explanation. Like maybe they they genetic mutations of mice. Maybe. I don't know. Or um, maybe. Again, it doesn't fucking matter. Maybe that's where they came from, is that no, my, kids like mice and dogs and shit. So yeah. I think you're probably right, but you are right. It doesn't matter. But these things are important. These are, these are the things that start conversations. Rightly or wrongly, these are the things that start conversations. <laughs> yeah. um, anyway. So, so, yeah. so yeah. Somewhere gonna, along the line, Donald has a promiscuous sister. So, yeah. So, I was going to say, I mean, you asked the question as to why nephews as opposed to sons. Well, sons, I think, go In terms of why not brothers, I think because... Donald has been around since the year fucking dot. Mm-hmm. And they were introducing these characters as new and they wanted them to be children because it's, it's a good way into Duckburg and that sort of life and that universe and how everything goes. You have to have them as kids to engage with kids. If you had them as, as older characters, it would be very difficult to engage with. So it's, it's bringing the audience in. So why nephews? I don't know why they couldn't just be three street urchins he took in. I don't. Well, know. I was just about to say the same thing. Why but, could they not just be orphan ducks? But it ties into the rest of the, to the wider Disney universe. It does. 
and yeah. it gives people in because well, people recognise Donald Duck. Yeah, and, and DuckTales kind of has its own spur of the Disney universe anyway. Yeah. There is definitely a Duckburg There is a Duck universe. universe. It's, it's uh, talked about quite a lot. It's, um, it's, it's quite confusing as well, actually. Because, yeah. I mean, this... Um, this uh, a, a series of comic book called the Duck Universe comic book created by Carl Banks. Um, so Uncle I knew Scro- they were comics. I didn't realize they were called the Duck Universe. Yeah. So um, Uncle Scrooge um, was created by um, uh, Scrooge McDuck was from the comic Uncle Scrooge, which was part of this. Mm-hmm. So th- it was kind of a way to tie all this together. So bringing having the, the, the Donald connection kind of rooted it in the the Disney universe as opposed to existing in this other yeah, universe. Yeah. And again, it's just a way of selling it because yeah. adding Donald doesn't really add anything to the stories. Now, the way that, no, no, I mean, he's just a recognizable face. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't, with the exception of one or two episodes where he's in them, he doesn't actually do anything. Yeah, and I think, um, bear in mind, this was the Eisner era as well. And also the fact that the show is called Duck Tales. Like, it, it had to feature Donald, and it was the first one through the door. This was, the f- aside from Gummy Bears, yeah, yeah, Gummy Bears which was like, its own thing. Yeah. This was the first one of these um, of this Disney afternoon block that kind of repurposed existing characters, yeah. uh, and so I guess it needed that almost brand recognition of, of Donald. Duck yeah, because I mean, if you look at Rescue Rangers, they had Chip and Dale. Yeah, Tailspin had Goofy. Well, Goofy, um, Goofy was later, wasn't it? it? Was that sort of the second round of yeah, the afternoon yeah. block? But um, like Tailspin had Blue and King Louie. Yeah. So you know, you had you're right. You had these recognizable characters, where Ducktales didn't have that. No, I mean, he was Scrooge, but he'd previously only really been in Mickey's Christmas Carol. Which, yeah. I guess if well not not I guess definitely if you were a kid at this time you would have been exposed to Mickey's Christmas yeah. Carol, but I don't know if Scrooge McDuck would have been a big enough draw for you to then go oh no, that's well, no, because, he, because he's a hateful character yeah that's it he's he's not he's not a leading man he's not a helpful character he's an no. asshole yeah um, so yeah I mean I don't think that would have I don't think that would have really uh, really sold it so yeah having Donald to hang it on is probably the reason for doing it um, in terms of story it does fuck all yeah nothing at all. But yeah, so I mean that's kind of why it is. But I mean, yeah, DuckTales for me was a really interesting one, mainly because I wanted to swim in about a giant fucking bag of money. Who doesn't want to dive into the money pit? I mean, honestly, I, I mean, Family Guy did a, a spoof of it a couple of years ago where um, they go through the start of the DuckTales credits and Peter in the place of Scrooge and he goes off the diving where he dives in and he just crumples in a heap and starts bleeding everywhere and he's sort of crying to this isn't liquid <laughs> and he's just pissing out blood everywhere all over the money and all over the, the, the notes and the coins and everything. But yeah, as a kid, who didn't want to dive into that money pit? Totally. I think it was D23 um, a couple of years ago where they, they did build the money pit and filled it with plastic coins mm. and you could dive in. Nice. It was something you could do. Oh, um, so awesome. Yeah. But yeah, totally. Who, who doesn't want to do that? And it was, I mean, that is probably one of the most iconic things about the show. It yeah, definitely. The money pit. You know, everybody remembers that. That's it. Because I mean, they gave um, Scrooge McDuck a bit of a makeover. Makeover make him look like the uh, Monopoly guy. Yeah, uh, they softened the character a lot. Yeah, he, he was well. he was a grumpy uncle rather than being a miserable old fucker. Yeah, no, he was he was just basically a grumpy old man who lived on his own and now all of a sudden had to take care of three kids. Yeah, and even though he had a cane, he was all of a sudden a lot more sprightly. Like he would walk with a cane, but when he needed to, oh, he could run, he could dance and fucking yeah, jump yeah. and all sorts, and all he could dive into that bastard money pit and swim, yeah. like it was water. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean it's. No, I mean I seeing where the, no looking at it retrospectively and thinking about why have they made certain decisions, you do look at oh fucking hell really? You did that? 
But at the time watching it, it didn't matter. It was one of those you think it's the fight. I don't, the I don't think it boss. does matter. It's just as an adult, I look back at it now and think, well, why? Why yeah. did you make that? And it, and it is just from a inquisitive standpoint. We've said it several times in the show. With his choice, there's meaning. And somebody somewhere went, well, they're Donald's nephews, and you know, ultimately, it is like it is a boardroom decision where they yeah. go, well, Donald needs to be in it. We're calling it Ducktales. Yeah. And that's but then, why. But then it's they can't be Donald's kids because Donald Duck doesn't have sex. Yeah, totally. Because he's a wholesome family character. Totally, totally. So, so that's why they're in it. But yeah, yeah. In context of the wider universe, it does make me ask those questions. Um, I mean, you know, like you get you get the Beagle Boys in it, and they very clear. I mean, they're just of the same species as Pete, as Pete, I suppose. But you do wonder, like, are they related to Pete? Because yeah, they look like no miniature for, versions of Pete. Yeah, there's no reason for them to not be. Yeah, totally. Like, are they Pete's nephews? I don't, I don't know. I can't remember. I can't remember if they actually... But they're not. I don't them. think they are. I, I can't think remember. They're just... Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, so, talking about the show then, um, American animated TV series produced by um, Walt Disney Television Animation, distributed by Buena Vista, which Disney... Um, cartoon series premiered on September 18th, 1987, ran for 100 episodes of four seasons. It's final episode. Seven, Jesus, yeah. I didn't realize it was that old. Yeah. I thought I was. Well, by the time it would have come, by the time it would have come to us, it would have probably been a little bit later. Yeah. Um, the final show, I found episode airing November 28th, 1990, so it ran for three years. Um, the four seasons, based on Uncle, based on Uncle Scrooge and other Duck Universe comic books created by Carl Banks, the show follows Scrooge McDuck, his three grand nephews Huey, Dewey, and Louie. And close friends of the group on various adventures, most of which either involve seeking out treasure or thwarting efforts of villains to steal his fortune or his number one dime. It was a bit odd, um, and I've picked this up more rewatching the show than from memory, but it does have a little bit of an odd structure like that in the, the show as a whole. Um, there, there are three very distinct types of episodes. Yeah. There are like ones where, say, Magic or Dispel, or what's the other Scottish duck? There's another. Oh. Um, anyway, Scrooge's Money Rival. Yeah, it's Nemesis. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah there, there would be episodes where those two would be after the Lucky Dime. That's him. There, there, there'd be episodes where they'd be after the Lucky Dime. Yeah. Then there would be the ones that I remember the show being, which were like the Indiana Jones style adventure episodes yeah. where they'd go off in search of a treasure. And then there were also just these really random animated sitcom style episodes where it was just about life with the ducks. Just yeah. what what happens in, in Scrooge's mansion and, and the relationships between all the characters. I don't remember those episodes at all, but they definitely do exist. And that's, yeah. that's pretty fucking brave for a kid's show at it this is. time. I mean... Like, to, to being able to hold a child's attention without a mummy or a magic of dispel or yeah. a whatever well, is pretty I mean, fucking brave. Yeah, I mean, most, as I said, there's three common themes. So the first, let's say, attempts, attempts by the thwart attempts by villains to steal the number one dime, lucky dime, mm-hmm. um, or, to, or to bankrupt him. Um, the second focus on a race for treasure, so, so the, the adventure ones. And the third focus on specific characters within the show. So, yeah, these so these smaller episodes. Yeah. Um, some stories um, are original or based on Banks' comic book series. Others are pastiches on classical stories or legends, including um, Shakespeare, Jack the Ripper, Greek mythology, James Bond, Indiana Jones, and Sherlock Holmes. So that, but that was all in the first season. After the first season, they kind of made everything more centered in Duckburg and made yeah. things a bit more real lifey, I suppose, as mm-hmm. far as cities with ducks in go. You know, but you know, yeah, it became you know, it became more normalized you know, rather than being sort of the fantastical adventures yeah. of it. Um, so yes, I mean it was. There was a very definite formula to it, and I, I suppose if you look at you know look back at any of these shows, and you look back at 
Chippendale or um, Gummy Bears or Tailspin and awesome and even the ones that follow the things like Goose Group, they will have had a very set pattern that they follow because it's you know you write it by numbers and you churn them out. Yeah. But then if you're churning out a hundred episodes in three years, yeah, you know, you've got to really pull your finger out. Yeah, definitely. But it, it was I remember the show as being those adventure episodes. I don't so much remember I, and obviously I remember Magic as a character more from the game than the show, if I'm honest, because mm. she was the one of the villains yes. in the game. She was the end boss in the Transylvania level. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't so much remember those kind of more normal episodes that you talk about. No, now. I don't either. I mean, there are things I remember about those, like the um, uh, Gizmo Duck popping up. They, that was in the later series when they, they introduced... Um, I think Scrooge is a countdown was he was a a very straight laced, very boring character yeah, yeah. who then on and the side was the superhero. Like, yeah. Um and then he went on to appear in Darkwing Duck as well. Um so you kinda of had that shared universe thing there as well. Well it, I about. mean Launchpad as well yeah. went over there. Yeah. Um which was kind of they, they never really explain it, but those characters just show up. I mean Launchpad especially went on to become a big part of yeah, Darkwing Duck. But yeah, again, not that he wasn't a big part of DuckTales, but yeah. but it's just because it's the same universe, it's that yeah. it's that sort of duck universe and I can't remember the name of um, the city they were in in Darkwing Duck, but it's gonna bug me now. Yeah, no, me too. Um, but yeah, so it, no, it's it's one over from Duckburg. You know, so yeah. no reason why you couldn't pop pop up in another city. Yeah, uh, uh, because I get they're ducks, so no, yeah. why wouldn't they pop up? And I don't know. I'd imagine in terms of crossover, I'd imagine that had Darkwing Duck gone on longer, you could have also had Huey Dewey and Louie in at some point. Yeah, there's no reason you couldn't have. Yeah, so um, yeah, so talking about the sort of the type of show, then there were some fairly um, some fairly consistent stables. Um, primary villains were those from the comics, so Flinthard Glomgold, who um, said Scrooge's Scottish nemesis. Um, he his aim was to replace Scrooge as the richest duck in the world. Uh, the Beagle Boys, who seek to rob Scrooge of his fortune and often target his money bin, and Magica Dispelled, who likes to st- uh, who st- seeks to steal his number one dime. Few changes were made to these villains. Uh, unlike the comments, Flintard is of Scottish descent and wears a couple of pieces of Scottish attire, including a kilt. Magica, who's Italian in the comics, has an Eastern European accent, as well as a brother named Poe. Poe Dispel. Okay, brilliant. Poe Dispel? Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember a brother either. No. Um, who was transformed into a raven. I think that's what I remember. The Beagle Boys. Oh, I remember the raven. I didn't know I was a brother. I don't remember that. Yeah. Hence calling Poe, which po, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it makes sense, yeah. yeah. Read ahead, folks. Yeah. Um, and the Beagle Boys um, have individual personalities and are headed by their mother, Mar Beagle, who sometimes springs them from jail to conduct schemes with her, but always avoids being caught by the police. The animated series also featured a list of minor villains, most of them saw through the claims of his wealth or beat him to treasure. So, yeah, I mean, very formulaic, very... Um, yeah, they would be villains of the week as well, Yeah, um, depending on what was happening. Yeah, but I mean, they, they would pop up in the adventure episodes. So yeah. If you had an Indiana Jones episode, you'd have one who was running a race in to find the Ark of the Covenant. Or yeah, or that, like they'd be in Egypt and they'd be a mummy, or they'd be yeah. in space and they'd be aliens, or, yeah. you know, they went everywhere, basically. They did, because they put the adventure format out, it gave them a license to do whatever they want, and they yeah. were frequent pastiches of, yeah. of whatever was popular at the time. So, yeah, I mean, and that's what was interesting. You look at animation through the years, and you sort of it went away from the Hanna Barbera doing it with Scooby Doo now, where they're having these sort of big crossover episodes. Where you used to have um, Abbott Costello, they'd go off and yeah, oh yeah, meet the mummy, meet the mummy, meet the mummy. So you'd have all those, and then co- co- cartoons would do the same sort of thing. And like Scooby Doo did it for years. They had you know, Scooby Doo and Friends, and then there was an episode with Sonny Bono and Cher, and there'd be an episode with John McEnroe or whatever. Yeah. And that kind of died to death a bit. Um, and these sort of 
you only really saw it then in these in these cartoons whereby they were trying to keep these traditions going of, of having these recognizable characters who for copyright reasons weren't the characters. So yeah. a mummy wasn't the mummy, it was just a mummy. It was just a mummy, yeah. And it was never it was never Dracula, it was a vampire, and it was mm-hmm. never Granny Size Monster, it was just some big thing with bolts in its neck. But they tried to keep that tradition going. Yeah. Um, and then, let's see, to go point about notes, um, Hannibal Barrow doing what Scooby-Doo now, and with Flintstones, like they've done WWE crossover episodes, yeah, and yeah. bands, and this, that, and the other, just to try and revive that a bit. Because, it, as I said, it, it's, it's an easy way to tell a story mm. that people will engage with. Well, people already have the, the baggage that they can bring to that character and understand, for yeah. instance, that, that you don't need to tell them who the mummy is. You know it's a dead pharaoh that's been wrapped in bandages and has been reanimated. You know this. Yeah. You you don't need all the background. That's right. Same as like when you see magic and dispel, you know instantly she's a witch. Yeah. You know? And, like when, and the thing with it is that you can look at that and say, right, okay, well, if we, if you were to do a feature-length episode of something at DuckTales, you wouldn't try and hang it on everything's normal in Duckburg and this is our day-to-day life. It would be some big fucking quest. Yeah, well, the, the, uh, the, the film was, lamp, yeah, too. Treasure was it Treasure of the Lost Lamp or something? Yeah, something like that. Something, yeah. It was something to do with the magical lamp, anyway, there's yeah. genie in it and all sorts of yeah, things. Yeah, it's a big quest and a MacGuffin. Was, yeah. The series kind of went away from that, but I think that's possibly to its detriment. I think that those episodes, while still good, are not as memorable. I certainly don't remember them. Having watched some now for this, they are fucking excellent. Yeah. I just don't... The show, in general, is excellent. Um... It was, I liked it as a kid. It was not my favourite of this Disney block. Um, I've said previously that you know I liked Rescue Rangers a lot. Goof Troop stands head and shoulders above all of them for me. Um, but that's not saying I didn't like Duck, um, DuckTales. I've always remembered it fondly. You know, things like I, I get excited by the theme tune just like everybody else does. You know, and, and, and I do have a love for these characters. But having gone and revisited it, it is a lot better than I remember. Yeah. I think critically now watching it, it is better than Rescue Rangers without a shadow of a doubt. Um, there is, I mean, Rescue Rangers is good, but DuckTales is on a whole nother level. Um, even though it was earlier, it is definitely a more sophisticated show. Um, and that is in large part due to the, the fact that it can mix these episodes up and we can yeah. have a 25 minute sitcom episode yeah. about how naughty the kids are. Yeah. And how that affects Scrooge and, and fucks his plans up. You can't do that in Rescue Rangers. Rescue Rangers is always about it's always the a the crime of the week. Yeah, that's it. And I, I think you, you're probably right there. I mean, I, in terms of my preference, I would I'd say DuckTales wouldn't be the top one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm usually tied between Rescue Rangers and Gummy Bears. Yeah, I can't tell you why because I don't know. It's just those are the two that, you know, that yeah, 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 that resonated with um, me. But yeah, I mean. <laughs> You're right because the, because it was so stylistically different, and it was aware of what it was doing, and it made these these choices of saying, "Well, we can have these different types of episodes, and we can have, we can, we can go off and you know, fight aliens one week, and then next week we can have them you know, have Scrooge being upset because they broke a lamp." Yeah, you know, it's you have those differences, and I think that's probably where it come, where it's a cleverer show. And I think with all of these, and when we talked about this, when we talked about Rescue Rangers, that the writing on it, I superb. The, the characterization is so it's it's so well laid out. Yeah. That there's there's very little to find fault with. No, it is absolutely superb. I've I've rewatched about six or seven episodes in, in preparation for this. I've not had time to do many more yeah. than that, but every single one has had me like glued to the screen from start to finish, yeah. and I've watched it 
much in the same way that I would binge watch a Netflix show or a box. You know, I had to make myself stop watching. And yeah. in the end, the only reason I did was because I reached the end of the second disc. Yeah. It was three disc set that I bought. <laughs> um, and I was like, right, okay, I've reached the end of the second disc. Now I need to get up and actually do something productive. Yeah. Um, it It is excellent. And, and whilst there's no real... There's no real season arc. Hmm. Um, there is definitely a through line. You know, the Beagle Boys are recurring villains. Magica is a recurring villain. There is there is a through line. You get, you get the thing where it throws back to Donald and he writes letters or he appears in episodes and yeah. things like There are things that you can hang on to. Um, but in amongst that, every episode is, is tight. Everything has a beginning, a middle and an end. There's always a lesson. Characters grow. Yeah. It ticks all of the boxes. I mean, we've talked um, about some other shows that perhaps don't value story as much as they, they value the animation and stuff like that. And, and this is very much of the Disney ethos that story comes first. The animation yeah. is top-notch because it's Disney, you know, and, and the production value is there because it's, it's Eisner. So that is all going to take care of itself. But the story really is king yeah, in these. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, and as I said, it's something that I mean we talked we talked about before. Dan will talk about it in future episodes. I'm sure where you talk about something. Like, you look at some of the, these shows which didn't have any sort of structure like that. It was just chaotic, and, mm-hmm. and it was make a joke, make a joke, make a joke, make a joke, and not really so set out in in that way to to keep an audience engaged. I think the, this Disney block, and certainly Ducktales being the first one of them, um, probably did that the best. I, th- I definitely think it did. Um, I think this not only established the formula, but did it so well that the others just couldn't... I mean, Chip and Dale, as I said, when we talked about it, I loved Chip and Dale. When you watch them side by side now, as I have done recently, within a month or so of each other, mm. it doesn't hold a candle to DuckTales. Tailspin, we've not gone on to rewatching it, but even at the time, I remember Tailspin being the weakest of the block. Yeah, I mean, it was one that so, was on, and I'd watch it, but I wasn't really that bothered. Exactly. So if I saw it, I saw yeah. it. It wasn't a case of I'd have to, Same. Know, I'd have to put it on. So that's not going anywhere. And, and Goof Troop is something totally different. So even though it was in the afternoon block, it, it, it is a totally different animal. So. Yeah, it is. I mean, like we talked about when we did uh, when we did Rescue Rangers, that like this one came first, and the, because of the amount of the success Ducktales had. Disney, then I think it was twenty five million dollars. They went and spunked on Rescue Rangers, yeah, because they were that confident that with this team of actors and writers and producers, they they could do the same again. And, and, and they, they did. did, yeah, they did. It's not to take anything away from Rescue Rangers. Yeah. It's still, as we said in, in the podcast, it is a fucking excellent show. Hmm. Um, yeah, just having watched Ducktales now, my preference. Contrary to what it would have been when I was younger, my preference now definitely swings towards DuckTales. I, mm. I thoroughly enjoy rewatching this show. Like the the quality shines through this fucking thing. Yeah. And even though it's that bit older But maybe, not massively, I mean you know, it's only two, three years. Yeah, only two, three years. But even though it's that bit older, I don't know, maybe it's had a better restoration job, maybe the mastering's better on the DVD, or maybe it really is that the animation is just that little bit better, but it does seem to just have a bit more sheen than Rescue yeah. Rangers. I, mean, I, well. I can't see why the animation would be better because it's the same studio and the same people yeah, me with either. more money. So, I mean, I can't understand that. But Well, I mean, the animation, regardless of the money that would be pumped into the animation, is it, Disney TV animation. Yeah. It's, it's as good as this stuff gets. It's just, it looks absolutely fucking pristine on the disc I've got. Mm. 
Um, whereas Rescue Rangers, I, I talked about at the time, I had to do a little bit of fudging yeah. with my setup in order to get it to look as it should. Yeah. None of that with DuckTales. It looked pristine from, from the get-go. Okay. Um, yeah, so we touched on the production then, so the, 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 the way it was put together, so we, and the way that subsequent shows were put together in the same way. I mean, it's kind of like lightning in the bottle. They, they, they found this winning formula. Yeah. And they just ran with it, and didn't matter what characters were, how they were doing it. I mean, be it when they went on to Goof Troop and then they went to things like Recess and stuff like that, they carried on doing the same yeah. thing. So, I mean, it was it was kind of a good thing. But, I mean, um, they began production um, on DuckTales in 1986 with the intention of having it ready for premiere in 1987. Um, and there with a 4 to 6 p.m. placement at a time when more children would be watching TV than within the morning time slot. So, they, they, they actually planned it. They went, right, okay, well, when are we going to get more people watching? Because... Kids watch cartoons in the morning, don't they? Yeah, yeah. But they get ready for school, so they might not see it all, or they, well, they, they might get up late one day and not see it. So stick it on when they're all coming home from school and be parked in front of the TV while mum's making tea or whatever else. And it has that definite block where there's a very definite point to putting it there. It's, um, again, it's a very Eisner decision. It's very, you know, very, it's a very savvy it's decision. Yeah. Um, so it seems to create a cartoon with high quality animation in comparison with other 80s cartoons with lower budgets. The animation was handled by uh, Tokyo Movie Shinsha, uh, having proved to be used on two other Disney cartoons, The Wuzzles and Inventions of Gummy Bear. So again, they just reused the same, yeah. again, same people. Same people, so, yeah. Um, seems to be a theme. Um, both of which have demonstrated better quality cartoons on TV than in previous years. Although the Japanese provide them with more available artists to this cartoon, uh, but also increased production costs due to the currency exchange rate between the yen and the dollar. Uh, though Disney intended to invest heavily in the production with plans to recuperate the money having it syndicated uh, by Gwen Vista. So they even planned to say, right, okay, we're writing it for syndication. Yeah, yeah. Um, but whereas most shows that they and others did for that would stop at 60, they went, fuck it, we'll do 100. Yeah. For no other reason than why not. Yeah. Um, while this concept worked well with live action TV reruns, it's only ever been used with inexpensive cartoons that recycled theatrical shorts from decades past or only featured limited low budget animation. So, again, Disney just went, you know what, fuck it, if we're going to do it, let's do let's it properly. Do it. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, we've talked about it before. Um, on here and on who wins um, that Disney kind of went well you know what we've done we've done a lot of shorts we've done the 10 minute Mickey Mouse's and things like that we've done the features which are incredible mm-hmm. let's do something in between let's not sacrifice the quality of yeah. the features just because it's TV yeah um, and yeah they, they went all out for it and I think any of the shows they did in, the, in sort of the 80s through the 90s and even up to now the quality on them blows a lot I think well, most of the competitors out of the water I think a certain amount of that comes again down to Eisner and his background as well. You know, Eisner's background originally, he was a producer for I, think, I believe it was ABC. Yeah. Um. So he had a background in TV. He understood TV. Not to say he didn't understand film. He had some massive smashes as a film producer yeah. as well. But he really understood TV. You know, and he he knew quality TV when he saw it. And yeah. He knew how to produce it. So this is where these shows kind of. They, they very much are of the Eisner era. Yeah, I think that's a fair, uh, fair point. Um, so, premiered worldwide between the 18th and 20th of September 1987. Um, for some reason, they've gone on this page, they've seen fit to say that the, the time varied in different time zones. But obviously, yeah. not necessarily going to show it at the same time of day everywhere in the world, are they? Duh. Um, yeah, so that's Wikipedia for you. Um, so, it premiered with a television movie special entitled The Treasure of the Golden Suns, which was later split into a five part series uh, for reruns. Well, I, I remember the title, but I don't remember the episode. Um, 
obviously did well because they carried on making another carry on for another nine I'm, episodes. I'm drawing a blank. Um, first season aired between 87 and 88, says there's 65 episodes. Uh, magic number requirement needed for a show to have weekday syndication. Um, so five days a week for 13 weeks. Jesus. It's just, it's so fucking cynical, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Um, Disney then commissioned three more seasons. Second season between 88 and 89 consists of two television specials entitled Time is Money and Super DuckTales. Uh, we feature we were splitting them into two five-part series. And the third season, between 18, 89 and 90, consists of 18 episodes, with forming an hour-long syndicated block alongside Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Fourth and final season consists of seven episodes, including three unaired episodes meant for the previous season, which was used for a two-hour-long syndicated block called Disney Afternoon. So, yeah, I mean, they just basically built their entire brand, their entire um, TV block around this Around DuckTales, yeah. I believe, I could be wrong, so if I'm wrong, I apologise, but I believe it was actually this that led to the decision to even open the television animation studio. Quite possibly. I believe it was because of the success of DuckTales that they went, hang on, we can do these ourselves, we don't have to farm them out. Quite possibly. Um, doesn't say a lot. Doesn't say I don't have a source for that. I just, me being me, that know a bit about Disney and I've got a feeling... I've read that somewhere. I mean, time-wise, that would fit. Yeah, I've, um, I've, I've got a feeling that's what happened. Yeah. Um, if, if you're not sure or you want to challenge us, just have a look, because we, we can't be able to look it up right now. Uh, yeah, please do tell me if I'm wrong, so I don't make a fool of myself a second time, but I'm, I'm almost certain you're trying that's the case. What? Um, yeah, so yeah, I mean, they, they, they hung their hat on this. It was like, right, okay, well, we're going to do this. We're going to go all out for it. So then they, put, they had the block, and then they eventually went on to have Disney Channel and... Mm-hmm. You know, all growing out of this type of thing. Yeah. Whereas prior to this and gummy bears, I'd say they probably were, they didn't have enough to fill these two these sub hour and two hour blocks. No, but I mean, from a from a business standpoint, obviously you you can understand how they managed to build around this and how there was vision there to do that. But I mean, first and foremost, we are talking about a kid's car doing it. This yeah. is. You know, well, all right, family entertainment. Then, if you want to call it that, same as we did with Rescue Rangers, because it is very good. But you know, your average audience member is not going to be. What I'm saying is, your average Ducktales viewer then isn't going to be the same as your average primetime TV viewer, no, because right. the age difference is going to be massive. Yeah. So I, I suppose it speaks volumes about the show that it's it was able to launch that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so the cartoon continued running on Disney afternoon until 1992 and then was rerun on Disney Channel in October 95 as part of a new two hour programming block called Block Party that aired on a weekday late afternoons and remaining in remaining syndication until 1999 so I mean, they, it ran for 12 Jesus, years I didn't realise it ran that late I mean, I mean they ran it well I mean they, they, I think it was possibly even later over here mm-hmm. um, but yeah I mean it was on it was on TV for, for 12 years I mean, it was a constant. I remember once it started, DuckTales was always there once it started. Yeah. It never kind of went away. It was always running, which would explain the amount of episodes they produced. Um, but I mean, when was when was the game? Because that was like, that was peak DuckTales when right. that game came. Yeah, right. I remember, I remember having a version of the game on the Game Boy. I can't remember. Got, the game's got to have been like 89, 90 probably. Yeah, it would be around there, wouldn't it? Um, I thought. Video include game. Blah, 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 da, da, da. 1989. Oh, there you go. It's a good guess. Yeah, DuckTales video game was developed by Capcom released on, on the NES and Game Boy in 1989. A sequel to the game DuckTales 2 was released on the same platforms in 1993. DuckTales handheld had a LCD game called Tiger Electronics released in 1990. Um, so yeah, so... I once, didn't realise it was a handheld game. No, but of course it fucking was. Yeah, so did I. There was one for everything. Yeah. Every film that came out, every TV show had a Tiger game. Yeah. 
they're, they're fucking loads yeah. of them. Um, uh, DuckTales game was developed by Art- Artifact Games and published by Disney Mobile and released for mobile phones on 2011 in Moscow. Um, different platform game. Uh-huh. Yeah. What, like the like a conversion of the Capcom game? Looks or like a new... it, yeah. No fucking way. Probably in Russia on that, so probably won't go play it. There's not a lot of text in it. Anyway, I mean, I know it was, I don't, I think it was way forward remastered it because I, mm. I bought the remaster, but I didn't realise it was available on mobile phone as well. Apparently so. Um, a different platform game, DuckTales The Quest for Gold, released by Incredible Technologies uh, in 1990. DuckTales Remastered, an HG remake of Capcom's original game, sort of a way forward technology, oh, released by it. Disney Interactive, for PlayStation Network, and Nintendo eShop, and Steam uh, in August ni- uh, 2013. So, yeah, I mean, they've kept on churning these out. And then, you know, they, they're, yeah. they're on the um, Disney Infinity um, game as well, aren't they? No. No, there are no DuckTales characters for Infinity. There's a Donald Duck, and they're, they're like, the money bin is an asset. Oh, right, okay. But there's no, there's no DuckTales play set as such. No, okay. yeah. Um, in version one, the money bin item, um, and Scrooge McDuck and the Beagle Boys, time people appear in addition to Scrooge's lucky dying power disc. Yeah. In two, Scrooge's pile of money and Scrooge's portrait of interior items. And in three, a launch pad for Quack Townsperson was added. So, yeah, so you've got, there's no actual place there's not, for it. Yeah, there's no, there's no figures. But um, even so, I mean, yeah, they're there. Scrooge is what, it, yeah, like the townspeople are like the little yeah. but, I mean, Lego men. And Scrooge that, is one of them. Yeah, I mean, to that extent, are Blue and King Louis from Tailspin included? There, are, is, there is a Blue figure. <laughs> but, is, is, but is that Blue from Tailspin or is that no, Blue from Jungle Book? From Jungle Book, yeah. yeah. Uh, is Darkwing Duck included? So yeah. you look at that and think, well, Scrooge from Duck's in there. Yeah, I mean, just just for reference as well, while we're saying that Darkwing Duck should be included in everything. I don't know why Darkwing Duck is Darkwing not Duck's like the redheaded stepchild. I don't know I don't why. Know. I love Darkwing Duck. Me either. I, likewise, Launchpad. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> I just never really understood why um, why it never really took Darkwing Ducks only in this country. I think Darkwing Duck was so different to the other shows mm. in that it it was actually a kind of action serial. Whereas these were more those kind of family adventure shows. Yeah. And so Darkwing Duck never really sat alongside them in the block, okay. I don't think. Um, I'm sure Darkwing Duck will get its own show at some point. I'm yeah, it should. Dive further into it. But yeah, I, I I don't even sort of myself, I don't consider it in the same. No, no, no. no. I think because of... it was, and it wasn't far after, it was probably three or four years after um, the, the the Disney afternoon. No, so the. Uh, no, it, 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 it might even have been airing as part of the Disney. I think it was like I think it was sort of ninety four, ninety five. It appeared, but it certainly it, it didn't seem to kind of fit. No, no, you're right. Comfortably, I mean, it would, to me, it would have fit alongside Rescue Rangers. Yeah, that, I guess yeah, because that was more of an adventure show as well. But even so, Darkwing Duck was just that little bit darker than <laughs> as as per the title, yeah, I yeah. suppose. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, it never really to me, it never really got the credit it deserved. But we'll come on to that. Yeah, we're talking about DuckTales, not, not yeah. Darkwing Duck, I suppose, aren't we? But it's, it's because of the shared universe, and because they're all... These Disney shows are also... I, I don't want to say they're similar because it sounds like they're derivative, and, and that's unfair. You can but be they similar are, being derivative, yeah. I, I know what you mean. They, they, There's a commonality. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Huey, um, Huey and Louie um, also appeared in... Don't you like this? Uh, in the drug prevention video, Cartoon All-Stars to the Rescue... No, this has got to be like an after-school special type thing. I mean, if you're doing a drug prevention video with any Disney what characters... What about Jack? Well, yeah. 
Like, it, that, that is the character. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, no, that's a no-brainer. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so um, they appeared in that. And then Scrooge and Lodgepad appeared in Disney's short-lived animation series, Raw Tunage, uh, between 1992 and 1993. So, I mean, they, they kind of... remember that. No, they tried to spin the characters out, but it didn't really work. I mean, I vaguely remember um, in an episode of Aladdin, Scrooge and Duck and Paper, the genie turned into him very briefly. Um, yeah. But, yeah, beyond that, I mean... You know, <laughs> They didn't really spin them out into much. No, they, they were their own thing. Yeah, DuckTales very much does stand on its own. DuckTales is Scrooge's show. Yeah. Simple as that. That, that is where Scrooge lives now. Is He's part of DuckTales. You don't even really... Like, when you see Mickey's Christmas Carol now, it's odd to see Scrooge McDuck without in that role, even though that was originally Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, it's, it's weird seeing him without the top hat and the tails and the glasses. And Yeah. Yeah, because that's not Scrooge McDuck. Scrooge McDuck is the guy from DuckTales. I mean, it's not, he's not... Yeah. He's, he's not... Um, he's not I mean, Scrooge. Yeah. Oh, that still makes me laugh when you see Pluto becoming the door knocker. Yeah. I still love that. Um, but yeah, so you're right. And it's, um, he's, DuckTales is kind of its own thing, whereas I know... The other afternoon blog shows were based on existing characters, so Chip and Dale were given their own show. They already existed and had their own show. Um, Baloo and King Louie existed mm-hmm. and were given their own show. Uh, show. They pop up in other things, and like Disney have got quite a habit of crossing over some of their cartoons. Like they're even doing stuff now. Like they had um, Sophia the First um, had uh, had a, a spin-off short series with Olaf. Right. So no, because I think Frozen is its own thing. It hasn't really appeared anywhere else. But as a character, Olaf is now appearing in other things. And so they've always been quite good at that, but DuckTales, apart from like DuckTales and uh, Darkwing Duck having the shared universe, you don't really get that sense that it's all connected. It's not, No, not at all. Um, DuckTales and Duckburg is its own fucking thing. Yeah, they are not connected to Rescue Rangers in any way. No. That's it. And, no, and, and certainly with Hellspin, no, it's not. There's no link there. Yeah. That's I mean, if, if, if you're going to cross DuckTales with anything, though, I mean, I know it's outside of the Disney canon, but... I always wanted DuckTales to cross with Duckula. Yeah, no, I'd have loved that. That, like, it, for them to have gone to Transylvania and met Duckula, that would have been yeah. fucking amazing. Especially because there are there are similarities with the characters in both shows as well. Yeah. When you look at Nanny and, and Mrs. Bleakley, and it, yeah. Yeah, it is quite, um, it's quite bizarre. I mean, the but then th- I guess, you know, when, when you're Disney, why are you fucking reaching out to Cosgrove Hall? That's not going to happen. Well, yeah, it, exactly. So. No, it's, it's never going to work, is it? Um, it? There was a four-part crossover story with Darkwing Duck um, called Dangerous Currency, which was released... Um, I've never seen that, and now it is vital to me that yeah. I get hold of that. Yeah, maybe a comic book, actually, looking at it. Right, that that might explain why I haven't. But yeah, also it's past one and three for DuckTales number five and six, and past one and two is Darkwing Duck number seventeen and eighteen. So yeah, so it's the it first But yeah, even so, I mean, there are um, other bits where they do crossover. Um, I said there was the episode of um, uh, of Aladdin where Scrooge and Duck popped up. Yeah. Um, Scrooge face appears in um, a couple of episodes of Darkwing Duck. Um, Beagle Boys appear in Goof Troop. Um, the Beagle Boys appear in Bonkers. Whatever that was in 1983. Bonkers? I didn't realise the Beagle Boys were in Bonkers. Yeah. Um, and then Quack Pack in 1996, um, the Beagle Boys appear as an attack dummy. So they, they, they used the characters elsewhere. Yeah. But they never crossed over stories. No. Um, which I think was probably... But that, that is that is the kind of Disney ethos as well, of the characters being actors, essentially. Yeah, true. So, you know, Donald Duck or Scrooge McDuck or Mickey Mouse... In, they can be recast as themselves in different roles. They are actors. Yeah, that's true, yeah. 
you know, much much in the way that in DuckTales, Donald is joining the Navy. Yeah. You know, so he's he's Seaman Duck. Yeah. True. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we, we touched on it in terms of the, the fact that this, like, this set up the, the Disney afternoon and sort of led into the next bit. Um, but it was a, a massive success for Disney, um, who, because of the success of it, decided to commission the other. So, that had it not been for this doing so well commercially, mm-hmm. they wouldn't have bothered with um, Chippendale and. Um, no, I mean, Spain. Disney at this point were not a company that could afford to take risks. No, no, no absolutely. So, not. This, this had to bank. Well, that's it. I mean, I, I can't remember the exact numbers, and we talked about it when we did um, Rescue Rangers, but I think from, so if, if they spent $22 million on this show from start to finish, they put twenty five into the rescue range and twenty seven into tailspin yeah. or whatever it was. No, because if this hadn't banked, they'd have gone right. Well, we're not spending another twenty twenty million dollars on another show. No, they they just did not have it to no. spend. No, at this and, point and, you look, you know, you, and you look at it now, and you think, well, the success of this in conjunction with the film arm and the parks and the rest of it has now let them. They can now afford to pay seven billion for Marvel and mm-hmm. Lucasfilm. Yeah, you know, they they it's because of again good decisions by people like Eisner. Know, making those good business decisions, saying right, what do we need to do to keep this brand going and to improve the brand. Yeah. Because I mean, you, I mean, you look at it. We've looked at some of, some of the other things that were around at the time, some the same time, the time late eighties, that TV was changing and Disney didn't really evolve. No. I mean, that was Disney's problem as a company. They when you, you had your features and they kept on churning out the features, which yeah. weren't making as much money. They didn't look as good as they used to do because everybody was doing the same thing or better. So the quality didn't look like it improved. And uh, the TV stuff that you'd have in your 10-minute shorts you'd always had with Mickey and Minnie mm-hmm. and with the rest of them, they didn't really do anything character-wise. They didn't have any real series going on into it. Nope. So you had Gummy Bears, which took off, I think, more than they expected. And then they went, right, okay, well, let's take Shrewd McDuck yeah. and go with this. Let's take IP that we already have. Yeah, that's it. And, and not, just reinvent it. Yeah, and I think that was a fantastic decision. And because on the back of that, then, you know, you had the, sort of the, the inception of the Disney Channel and growth to things like Recess, which then moved you know, moved forward towards the end of the century and then brought better quality films, better quality TV. Mm-hmm. They have the, the they do a lot of live TV, a lot of live action stuff on Disney Channel as well, aren't they? So, yeah. I mean, they, they, they had that type of show, I think like that's so Raven and stuff like that. These sorts of shows kept them afloat and it's only because of the success that they had in the late 80s with shows like this yeah. that they could actually, they actually afforded the opportunity to do that. If this hadn't banked, you'd have, you know, Disney Channel would have never happened. And there were so many people who, in terms of current celebrities and artists and actors, singers, whatever, who would never have appeared. So what we're saying is that if DuckTales had never happened, we wouldn't have High School Musical. Fuck you, Scrooge Duck. Or Hannah Montana. Yeah. So, yeah, fuck you, Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> No, but, no, I don't. Yeah, um, yeah, but that's that's kind of the point because I mean, it, had it not been for these early successes, they wouldn't have had the opportunity to have a channel. If they didn't have a channel, they wouldn't have had a platform for all these shows. No. So yeah, it's, it's it's you look at sort of you look at the legacy of some shows, and, and if you're lucky, if you produce a show and you're lucky enough, your legacy is you've got syndication. That's a that's a good milestone. But to say right, we spawned a TV channel that's launched countless careers. Yeah, and spawned billions of dollars. That's a, that's, a, that's a big deal. It all started with a duck. Yeah. Um, so in addition to um, Rescue Rangers, Darkwing Duck and Tailspin, uh, DuckTales also spawned on a feature-length movie called uh, Treasure of the Lost Lamp. Uh, I knew it was something of the Lost Lamp. Yeah, I knew, there it, was, you go. I, I knew it was to do with a lamp. I can't remember what yeah. it 
um, which was released to theatres in August 3rd, 1990, along the franchise of merchandise including toys, comic books and video games. I did not realise it was theatrically released. Yeah, I remember, I can't remember if it was on the front of a comic or if they were Happy Meal toys, um, but there was a range of um, DuckTales, no, very cheap plastic yeah, yeah. Um, action figures. Um, I, I remember a friend of mine had those, I never had them, but I remember he had most of them. Mm. Um and on top, they had um, video games, comic books, a spin-off series, and a revival in 2017. So, I mean, it's, it's kept on going. I, I've not seen the, the new ones. I saw the very first, because I think it, it's a full-blown series now, but initially there were some shorts. Yeah. I saw the very first short, but it was so short, it was like 30 seconds, that I think it, it was almost more of a fucking proof of concept than anything. Right. Um, I wasn't insanely impressed. Um, but I've not seen any of it, so I don't know. I think that really is because when they announced the new voice cast, I was actually up for it. I thought David Tennant was a good choice. Yeah. The problem is, as soon as he opens his mouth, that is not Scrooge McDuck. I'm that's, sorry. That's I, the to a whole generation, he will be, and that's fine. And the thing with David Tennant, David Tennant's a funny one because people rave about David Tennant because of the work he did in Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't sound like he does in Doctor Who. He's a fucking Scotsman. Yeah. So as soon as he opens his mouth with his real voice, people, what the fuck is that? It's very clearly David Tennant. Yeah. And and I think I would normally go the other way with this kind of thing, but I suppose it shows. I guess how deeply ingrained in me this show and these characters are, which I didn't even realise, is that what I actually want is David Tennant doing a Scrooge McDuck impression. Yeah. I don't want David Tennant giving us his interpretation of Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. That's not what I want, because that's wrong. Scrooge McDuck sounds like Scrooge McDuck. It would be the same, like, I mean, all of these characters, you know, I mean, Walt originally voiced Mickey and he had to be recast, but Mickey's voice never changed. Yeah. Mickey Mouse is Mickey Mouse and that's how he sounds. Yeah. Donald Duck is Donald Duck and that's how he sounds. Goofy sounds like... This doesn't sound like Scrooge McDuck. No, that's right. (laughs) This is wrong. I mean, one thing I was going to ask you, because I've not seen it, does it look like old DuckTales or have they gone down the route of the semi-CG? No, no, no. They've gone for the same kind of style that they... Not quite as rough and ready but the same kind of style as they've gone in the new mickey mouse shorts right which which i quite like yeah i, I quite like that style and, and I've, I've no problem with with the aesthetic of the new ducktales it's just i'm not even that bothered with the boys either but as soon as scrooge mcduck opens his mouth and just he's too he just sounds young that's the problem yeah he sounds young yeah, that's I mean Scrooge McDuck. He he was always a miserable old bastard. That was yeah. the point of the and, character. And this Scrooge McDuck, and, and he's drawn this way as well. He's younger and peppier. And I'm sorry, that's just wrong. That's not Scrooge McDuck. That's wrong. <laughs> so yeah, it's quite bizarre though. I mean, I, I mean, I, I need to give the full show a shot. Yeah. I only watched that, and it, it may be that they've they've sorted it out. Um, the problem is at the moment, if I'm ever going to watch that, and I know it's there. It's it's kind of sits right next to the Tangled series, yeah. And I that Tangled series is fucking excellent, mm. so I'm going for that every time. Yeah. So yeah, it's quite it is quite surprising, and then it's it's quite funny how you latch onto these things, and then as I say, I didn't very, even realise that I would be that upset by it. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's bizarre, but um, yeah, it's quite it's quite interesting. But I mean, talking about cast is a massive cast list of our old favourites. I mean, you look at the cast list here it's all those people we've talked about and all, pretty it's, much every cartoon we've talked about from this period it's the, it's the Disney people 
Yeah, that was uh, Trace McNeil, Lawrence LaRoche, um, Jim Cummings. Jim Cummings, because um, he's Clark, so. Corey Burton. It's all the same people as them. And that's what I mean, that they, they'd used that continuity going into Rescue Rangers and Tailspin yeah, yeah. because they knew they'd do a job for them. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, you know, that's, uh, that's one of the big things. Um, I don't think they had masses of cameos, so I don't think it was what that sort of show. No, um, it, it was, was, it was its own thing, thing and stood as such. You know, it, it really was. DuckTales was DuckTales. Yeah. It didn't need a celebrity cameo. It was good enough. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, what, it was widely released, um, Region 1, Region 2 on DVD. Um, in 2005. It costs £5 for the box set. Is that all? £5. That's the worst order. You are doing yourself a disservice if you do not buy this. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, it's, anyway, it's, it's been around for a while. Though. The, the, it's done in collections. So the, the first one's got 20 episodes. Yeah. And the second and third have got 24 each. Um, so they don't know they've released them all in the UK. But um, yeah, they're, they're, on, they're on Amazon Prime. I think the new ones are on Netflix. I'm not sure. Uh, I I'm don't not... think they are because it's Disney. Yeah. Yeah, Disney yeah, they, they bought been... everything from Netflix. Uh, yeah. they uh, they're on. They're on now TV. If if you happen to have that in the UK, because they're on Sky. Oh, right, okay. the Disney Channel. So that's where I get them. Right. Okay. Um, but yeah, they're on iTunes and anywhere else you download yeah. stuff from as well. No, it's, it's widely available. On, sorry, I mean, as it should be, it's DuckTales. Let's not kid ourselves here. This is a massive cultural phenomenon. Yeah, that's right. Um, we touched on the theme tune earlier. Um, which I can guarantee by now everybody's humming along because they've heard. Oh, I mean, we would have opened the show with it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, we we started the show with it, and everybody's now got it going around their heads. Um, it's written by Mark Mueller, um, who did um, Rescue Rangers as well. He was paid. He was paid a grand. Is that all? So I hope he. Did, I hope he got royalties. I hope he got residuals. Yeah, because fucking armor. Um, it's quite funny because um, it's. There are three or four songs which are very popular which use the same opening and it, I think it was on I was on, I was on Radio 1 or when Chris Walsh went, first went to Radio X and he'd start playing the intro and the game was for the rest of the other presenters to guess which one it was Yeah, and it was DuckTales or um, Phil Collins it, uh, Can't Hurry Love mm-hmm. and the one by S Club 7 that sounds the same um, and Reach one. Reach sounds exactly like DuckTales it doesn't sound exactly it's, it is fucking DuckTales yeah. they sampled it yeah um, and then there's a track on the I think it's the Three Park Green Day album they did in 2012-ish there's a track on the third one of those as well which has the exact same opening right. and that was the game we spent on the radio is DuckTales or not DuckTales yeah and they um, they would try and catch out the presenters it was brilliant because as I said they're identical yeah and it because it's it sounds like an off key as well. It, when it when it starts, it is a weird key. So it it's, it doesn't sound like it's yeah. a start of the song. So it's instantly recognised. It takes you into it straight yeah. away. Um, but yeah, it's it's one of those. And again, as soon as I listen back to this episode with that on the start, I'm going to be singing all the bloody day. We we talk about theme tunes a lot because just because we remember the theme tunes from these shows. Yeah, but theme tunes are important because they're, they're kind of the first hook. Yeah, yeah. So absolutely. when when you're when you're a kid and you've got no the TV's on in the background and you, you play it over the you hear the theme tune and your ears prick up. It's sort of almost Pavlovian. You always prick up and you go, you go straight to the TV because you you know what you're expecting, and so theme songs are really important. And I think as a yeah. kid you don't really appreciate that; you just appreciate it's a fairly peppy, upbeat, happy song. Yeah, and the thing is they get ingrained as well because you hear them so often that they just yes. get in there and you learn the lyrics and you learn them almost subconsciously. Um, but yeah, the Ducktales theme now is probably one of the most covered theme songs of all time. There are a million and one covers of this thing on the yeah. internet. Um, I don't think I can say it's my favourite theme tune. 
just because I, I think that is difficult. I think that needs a lot of thought. But it is certainly, as you say, the one like instantly. If somebody says, "Do you name a, a cartoon theme?" You, the Ducktales is right there. Yeah, and I mean, if, so, and so, it's the first thing you remember of the show. Yeah, definitely. you know the theme tune if you don't know the show. Yeah, you know the, you, you you know the theme tune, and then you, you equate that to him diving into the money. Then you equate it to the top hat, and you then start. It's that sort of association thing, isn't it? Mm. I, I guarantee you, right? Let, let's let's play a game, listeners. Let's play a game. Okay, next time you're in a pub, somehow get conversation around to DuckTales. I don't care what context you do it in. Just get it so that you can end a sentence with the word DuckTales and you watch everyone around you instantly go, woo, guarantee it. Yeah. It's impossible to not do that. There you go. Give that a try. Let us know if it works, incidentally. It will. I it, guarantee it, it. If it doesn't, get new friends. Yeah, I, I guarantee it. Um... So yes, yeah, so, I mean, I say it's so iconic, and the guy was practically fucking not paid for it, which is criminal. Um, so yeah, so um, again, like with a lot of other shows at the time, each episode had a, its own score written. Yeah. So no, it's uh, again big money, big effort, you know, big uh, big impact on it. Um, written by Ron Jones. In contrast to how other composers created a patronizing and cute score for the show, Jones said he composed music with regard to the audience and its intelligence. I wouldn't like to play a score for a kid's show. Um, if they went on an adventure, I'd want to play like, as great as The Lost Ark. So he's saying... Which you get he's in saying, the show a lot. If, yeah, again, yeah. he's saying, if I'm doing a job, I'm going to fucking do it properly. Yeah. I'm not going to play down to people. I'm not, it's not going to go bubblegum and um, nice airy fairy stuff. If, it's, no, if they're on an adventure and there's suspense or there's intrigue, you're going to get the same musical cues you'd get if you were watching a film. And that the importance of that can't be underestimated because, yeah, the music was something I picked up on when I rewatched it, and it is, in places, epic. Um and it's just characteristic, I think, of, of these Disney shows anyway, but this one especially, of with it being the first real one, the level of care and attention that goes into all that, like I say, how well plotted it is, the voice talent is superb, the animation is superb. Like, yeah. Nothing about this is, ah, it's just a kid's cartoon. This is not treated like that. This no. is treated with the utmost respect. They take these stories seriously. It just happens to be animated and happens to feature ducks. Yeah, that's right. And I think, to be honest, I mean, we've talked about this. I think it was the film Monster House where we, we were asking the question why it actually mm-hmm. needed to be an- animated because you could have made a Goonies-type film out of that yeah. live action. It's probably saved a bunch of money, to be honest, and it certainly saved a bunch of time. But this, a similar question could be asked with a lot of these is that is the only reason that it's ducks... Because you because you want to hang on Donald Duck and sell it, you could quite easily have made and certainly yeah. the way Disney have gone into doing live action shows in later in the nineties and things, you could have made effectively the Goon of Ducktales as the Goonies, yeah, and had the same type of show. Yeah, you could have absolutely. So I mean, I don't know. It's obviously again, it's that sort of thing of choice. I mean, of, do you choose do you choose to do it just because it's cheaper and you can roll it out, or it's easier, or? Well, I mean, I, I think mean, there's probably a few. There's the brand recognition of of Donald yeah. to start with, isn't it? And there is a level of charm, even though we're taking these seriously, as I say, and they don't treat them like kids. So there is a level of charm that comes with them being in this duck universe. So that yeah. when when you get the mummy, for instance, it's a mummy with a big duck bill that's also wrapped in bandages. You yeah. Know? So when, when, when you had sarcophaguses, if they had, no, they had yeah, duck the faces. Ducks, was, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, so there is a level of charm that comes with that. I think. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just always interesting to me because I say, to me, I'd rather make a film than sit down and animate a film. Or an episode where I'd rather. Also, be there doing we can't it. draw though. <laughs> I think people so, do that for you. Yeah. Or you just go and tend the web and they'll get three D models and do it through that. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it's just something that always sort of amuses me. Um, 
as a as a show, it was very well received. Um, IGN, which is the sort of the list that we normally go off, um, right? DuckTales is the eighteenth best show uh, of the top hundred animated. Only series. eighteen. Only eighteen. It hasn't got a link to the whole list. That that shocks me. Um, in twenty thirteen, WatchMojo.com rated DuckTales as the number one animated series of all time. Yeah, I would expect it to be in the top ten. Yeah, eighteen eighteen seems low, but then. I mean, you don't know what criteria they were using. No, I mean, if it's if it's all animation, it's probably we're probably putting it up against things like The Simpsons and South Park, and which are no, entirely different beasts. But not only that, you're probably looking. I mean, if if they're taking a holistic look, look at it, they're probably talking about how much it cost to make, mm. how much it made back in revenues, how what the audience share was. Yeah. TV TV watching was different in the eighties as yeah. it was in the nineties, as it was in the nineties as it is now. They, you know, the way people watch TV is different, so the the criteria of success is different. Yeah. So it's it's difficult to judge. So I mean, it's hard. I mean, Simpsons is, is an anomaly because it was running in the eighties and the late eighties, and it's running now. You can kind of use that as a as a constant. But Ducktales ran for three years. Yeah. Um. Rugrats ran for ten years. Um. No, it's Sponge. I think SpongeBob's been going for about fifteen now. But yeah, you, know, you can't sort of gauge. You can't compare Sponge, SpongeBob's impact to Ducktales' impact. No. Because unless, unless you look at the first hundred episodes, or you look at, you no, know, you you bring that forward to I don't know. To equate how much money it would have made, yeah. Now you adjust for inflation, and yeah. So yeah, so I mean, it's it's very difficult to um, to look at. So I mean, without knowing what IGN's criteria are, it's difficult to say how they've scored it. But I mean, no, they'll have had a metric for doing it. There'll have been a, a way of scoring everything, so they can yeah. actually rank them. Unless it's just somebody arbitrarily going, yeah, ten. That one's better than eleven. That one. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, that would be number ten. So I'll bump up something to eleven. Who knows? Um, but yeah, it's very critically well uh, well received. It won two daytime Emmys um, when it, in nineteen eighty nine for outstanding animated program uh, for a program over an hour or more. So that was for Super Ducktales, and in nineteen ninety for outstanding film sound editing. Um, it was also nominated for outstanding animated program in nineteen eighty eight and eighty nine. So no, it was people uh, people yeah, liked it. People, people responded it to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and back to theme song very briefly. Um, the theme song has been widely regarded as the most memorable for a television program of all time. There you go. Um, Dan Fletcher of Time Magazine noted his lasting impact, despite being just a children's song. Um, the lyrics might not make sense um, to children older than ten. We're not sure how life in Duckburg is like a hurricane or what exactly a duck blur is, but the Ducktail song is still awesome and gets stuck in your head and be there all week. So you know, it's people. Are, no, people have recognised you know, sort of the strengths of this show yeah. from from the start. Um, merchandise was fucking huge. I mean, we touched on the we touched on the computer games. Um, they'd come all the way through, you know, from um, I say from the the Tiger game and uh, the Game Boy and the NES. There's only one Ducktales computer game. Yeah. There's, there's only the Capcom game. Nothing else can touch it. Yeah. But I mean, you know, moving on, obviously, you know, there's some um, things um, on, on mobile and on iOS and Android. Mm-hmm. Um, Scrooge McDuck and Lost Quack appeared in Disney Emoji Blitz in 2017. So I mean, even now, I think that's. I'm assuming it's like a Candy Crush. It is like Candy Crush. I am purposely not playing Emoji Blitz. I have not started because you won't finish. Because I won't finish. It'll be another puzzle quest, and yeah, I've only got room for one of those in my life. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so on top of that, with books, um, DuckTales released uh, picture books in the form of, uh, on the part of Disney Gold. So I mean, there was, there was a series of books there, comic books and trade paperbacks. We talked about earlier on the crossover with Dark and Duck. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were. Looking at this, hundreds of different fucking episodes of things um, throughout the cartoons, and then the 2017 revival. Um, when it was announced they were going to do another series, they, they did another series of comics to go with it, yeah. um, which was done by Boom Studios. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yeah, so, I mean, it's, 
it's been it's massive and so the, the, the merchandise has spun off I mean it's not on the level of sort of Simpsons and stuff like that but given the fact it was a very short lived TV show in, at the end of yeah. the 80s you know the fact that you are still talking about computer games this, this far in the there's far still far. a lot of love for DuckTales oh, merchandise wise as well like you say Scrooge is ever present in the games the DuckTales game is a stone cold classic yeah. no two ways about it um, there are DuckTales Funkos I have a DuckTales t-shirt Scrooge and Launchpad regularly appear in the parks. Yeah. Like, well, Launchpad not so regular as Scrooge. He's, they more be them out on special occasions, but the love for these characters yeah. is still there. And Huey, Dewey, and Louie have gone on to just become canon. They yeah. are just Disney characters now. Yeah, that's right. I mean, in much in, in sort of the, they're on right same as like Donald Man. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're not, not part of the, uh, the, the the core group, but they're very much there. Possibly on the same sort of level as Ship and Dale. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. You know, so, so just, so just sort of sitting outside that, but they can yeah. wheel them out for any specials they do or any night, yeah. any feature they put together with the main characters. Um, internationally, um, it was a massive success. I'm going to try and pronounce some of the, the European titles. Just, oh, yes. just for Excellent. Um, so the success of DuckTales led to translation of the show into many languages. Uh, featured together with Ship and Dale Rescue Rangers in a Sunday morning program titled Walt Disney Presents. The show premiered in the former Soviet Union in 1991. It was the first American cartoon shown in the region after the Cold War. Um, one year later, Darkwing Duck was also added to the lineup, while the show's theme song um, remained in English for a number of episodes. The Russian version of the song was replaced midway through the series in an alternate rendition that complete, contained completely different lyrics. Um, so yeah, I, I'd imagine Duckburg doesn't uh, translate that one into Russian. Um, so... In Spanish-speaking countries in Latin America, the series called Pato Adventuras, so Duck Adventures. Uh, Scrooge McDuck is called Rico McPato. <laughs> and um, the next whoa, 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 whoa. Rico McPato. That sounds like a fucking luchador or something. Quite, yeah. Rico McPato. <laughs> yeah. Um, nephews are translated as Hugo, Pasqu- uh, Hugo Paco, and Lewis, uh, keeping the names of the translated vintage cartoons. That's not so bad. Uh, in Spain, while well, the Latin American dub was used for the first broadcast, the high-quality local dub was produced afterwards, keeping the local uh, Guirito, Juanito, Hemito, and Yogito character names. In Brazil, the series was called DuckTales Os Cajadores de Aventuras, which is DuckTales the Adventure Hunters. Apologies to anybody who speaks Portuguese, because that was fucking awful. DuckTales the Adventure Hunters, that sounds epic. Uh, in Italy, the series was called Aventura de Paperi, which is Duck Adventures. In Hungary, the term DuckTales Generation... Um, refers to people who were born in the early to mid-1980s because the death of uh, Josef Antal, the first democratically elected Prime Minister of Hungary, was announced during a DuckTales episode. They actually took it off the air to announce that he was dead. Shit. So there's an entire gen, our generation of people are known as the DuckTales generation. Shit. <laughs> That's fucked up, man. Um, I'm not going to try and pronounce the Romanian title. Oh, do it, do it. I do can't it. even read half the fucking do letters. Do it, do it. I'll do it. There you go. Where is it? Where my thumb is. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it was no fuck. Uh, in Romania, the series was called Povesti Cum Mac Mac. <laughs> Stories with Mac Mac. Awesome. I'm guessing Mac Mac is Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Uh, right, okay. But yeah, I mean, joking aside, it goes to show how widespread it went. And even though the fact yeah. that they, they had to change names and there were certain things that wouldn't have translated literally. Well, this is the thing, the real tragedy of changing the name. And some of those names are quite good. Duck Adventures is good. Yeah. Stories with Mac Mac is random. But every translation loses the excellent pun. Yes. That's the problem. Yeah. But there you go. I mean, that, that's you, you're going to have that. But anything that's written in a particular language, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're going to lose that. It's unfortunate. But uh, Mac Mac. 
Yeah, that's amazing. Um, yeah, so I mean, for me, I've got. To, I mean, I didn't get to watch uh, as much of this as I would have liked to stand out. Just things have been a bit hectic recently. Um, but the bits I did rewatch and cover with the bits I remembered anyway, um, and doing uh, doing some reading and some research the last couple of days, has made me just want to pick it up and go and start from the beginning and go through it again. I've got to be honest. I mean, I, there's a lot of the shows we talk about. I say, yeah, I quite enjoyed rewatching it, and this was all right. That was all right. Never have actually gone. I'm going to start with episode one and go through. Probably only Batman did that because mm. um, I hadn't seen them all. Um, these I've seen them all many, many, many times, but I still want to pick them up and go again. Now I want to go through and see if I can pick up what Mac Mac means. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, as I said, I, I've always fondly remembered the show, always loved DuckTales, but not maybe as much as some of the other Disney block shows and not as much as other cartoons of the time. Uh, still fondly remembered it, loved the theme tune and everything. Um, and I, I've been surprised by a few shows over the course of this podcast now, and there are there are a few of them that I've found real genuine value in and that I, that have hooked me and that I've gone on to watch them. Um, and I've subsequently enjoyed them, but I've watched them because I felt like there was some kind of value to be drawn from them. I don't think there's anything like that in DuckTales. What I will say is I think of all the shows that I've had to re-watch, so ones that, that I haven't you know particularly carried with me, the ones that I've gone back and re-watched, this is by far the one that I have enjoyed the most. Mm, I, I meant what I said earlier. Like I genuinely could not stop watching those discs. This show is a whole bunch of fun and really well made and just genuine, enjoyable, entertaining TV. So yeah, absolutely go back to it. It's far, far better than I remember it being. And I remember it being good. Yeah, so. yeah that's the thing. Um, yeah, so I mean, that's, that's DuckTales. If you want to have a chat with us about it, you can find us on Facebook with the Double Down Podcast Network. Um, you can go to our website, ddpodcast.net. You can leave comments and email us and all that sort of stuff through there. Um, there's some past episodes on there. There's our other shows. There's some shows by some equally talented and more talented people than us. Um, check those out as well. Um, but until next time, see you next time.